Welcome to Brightline Living, the official podcast of Brightline Eating, where we focus on living a life free from food obsession and filled with peace and unstoppability. Each week, Dr. Susan Pierce Thompson, New York Times bestselling author and founder of Brightline Eating, will cover topics ranging from food addiction to fascinating science and how to live a bright life. Now here's Susan with the audio version of this week's blog. Hey there, it's Susan Pierce Thompson and welcome to the weekly vlog. A lot of people ask me about whether they should be enjoying their food and how much is too much to enjoy their food and if they consider themselves to be a food addict in recovery, should they really be letting go of the notion of getting any excitement or enjoyment or pleasure out of eating their food. It's a common concern, especially once they start Brightline eating and they find that their meals are really delicious and there are certain foods that they prefer, how much is too much to like those foods. Um, we have the phrase in Brightline eating of foods that light us up, that really stimulate us to the point where we do want to consider letting them go because they're really creating a lot of food chatter in our mind and um, potentially if uh, we break our bright lines, they might be foods that we have in our house that we would binge on. Um, and so how do we know where the line is between um, enjoying our food and a food that lights us up that that we want to consider getting rid of or that we might want to call a personal binge food that we want to abstain from like we abstain from sugar and flour because I don't know if this is news to you but it's not just sugar and flour that we need to abstain from we also need to abstain from personal binge foods foods that we personally have binged on and that our system interprets as addictive Food addiction is a really interesting condition and it's not just sugar and flour that can be addictive. All sorts of things can be addictive. I mean, so for example, cheese has casomorphins in it. Um, they hit the opioid receptors and a lot of people find cheese to be addictive, especially melted cheese. I mean, there's a reason that pizza is frequently, commonly, almost always uh, testing out as being in the top three most addictive foods. Right? It's, um, yeah, that cheese is a big part of that equation. And of course, so is the dough. And there's some sugar in that sauce, right? So it hits a bliss point for a lot of people. And the melted cheese is a big part of that. Um, some people have a hard time with sausage. Some people have a hard time with mustard or balsamic vinegar or other condiments. And they start using condiments to excess. So how do you know if your eating has crossed the line into an addictive zone how do you know if if you can enjoy your food safely if that's a reasonable thing to even expect anymore um, well in this vlog i want to share with you a metaphor that i've been using lately that i think is so apt that i want to title a whole vlog around it because I want you to remember it. It's a really, really good litmus test for how you ideally want to be orienting toward your food in the future as you have your bright transformation for a long life of doing bright line eating. And I'm calling it the hot shower metaphor. And you'll see why, because it has to do with that 
incredibly glorious thing, the nice hot shower. So uh, just a little thing about me, I love my hot showers. I just love them. I live in Rochester, New York, very close to a good percentage of the world's fresh water. We have no water issues here, no droughts, tons and tons and tons of access to amazing fresh water. And I take a long hot shower every day and I love my hot showers. I play loud music in the shower. I've got a waterproof speaker that's that's got amazing bass and it plays so well. And I have a Spotify playlist called Shower Mixeroo that I play in the shower on shuffle. And I've got my regimen of my special shampoo and conditioner. And I brush my teeth in the shower just to prolong my shower. I literally brush and floss. Um, I love my shower. So I do sometimes ponder how lucky I am to live where I do, when I do, and to have daily access to a hot shower. It's an incredible blessing. I don't know if you ever stop to think about that, how lucky, how lucky we are to have access to a hot shower. It's an incredible bounty. But here's the thing about my hot shower, as much as I'm talking it up right now, the reality is I live my day without thinking about my hot shower beforehand, really, like I'm not looking for, I don't wake up thinking, ooh, I get to take a hot shower today. You know, I don't think about it afterwards, like how was that hot shower? Did it, did it go okay? You know, did I do things in the right order? Was it too much? Was it too long? I, I don't think about my hot shower really at all. I only even sometimes think about it while I'm in there. I mean, I enjoy it, but at the same time, I'm just sort of living my life. I'm not really usually stopping to say, oh, I love this. Sometimes I do, sometimes I do, you know, when I'm aware enough to be mindful of, of such things, but often I just kind of do the hot shower and I get out. This is how your meals should be. Fabulous and absolutely wonderful if you stop to think about it, absolutely enjoyed, like a really, really great part of your day and nothing more. No thought about it beforehand, no thought about it afterwards. And I don't mean no thought like, you know, sure you need to, you know, write down your food the night before and notice if you need ingredients or if you're running out of something and you need to put it on the shopping list, fine. But that should be really with the same amount of charge or import as noting that you're running out of shampoo and you need to put that on the sh shopping list, right? So do I enjoy my hot shower? Absolutely. Does it light me up to a point where it's addictive or I need to worry about it or think about it? Not in the slightest, not in the slightest. And that is how my food is. And that's how I want to invite you to consider your food can be where it's an amazing, wonderful part of your day and no more. It's got boundaries around it and you're only even sometimes paying attention while it happens in the sense that, you know, you eat as a matter of course and if you stop and think about it, yes, it's delicious, but it's not anything more than that. It's just another great part of your day. So breakfast, hot shower, lunch, dinner, sort of equivalent in how much if you think about it, you appreciate them, but they're not lighting you up or anything that you would obsess about. 
Now I just want to contrast this with, you know, my husband and I have gone on a cruise. We haven't gone, you know, since COVID. It's been a long time. But in the past, historically, we've taken our kids on a Disney cruise. We've done it more than once. And there's this restaurant on the Disney cruise called Remy that's a fancy French restaurant. It's Michelin starred and or the maybe the chef is Michelin starred, whatever. Anyway, it's a pretty fancy meal. And when we were thinking this was maybe, I don't know, 2018 or something, and we were thinking about going on another Disney cruise, it wasn't going to be for months and months and months and months. And in my morning meditation, for several weeks, I found myself thinking about that meal and would I have it? Would I inform the, how would I inform the chef about my Brightline, you know, needs? The meal is like six or seven or eight courses, but tiny, tiny little portions. How would I navigate that? Would I allow the sauces to be on it or ask him to not put the sauces on it? The chef, blah, 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 blah. And there was this like uh, way that my mind, you know, so loved the experience of eating there, you know, the first time that David and I did, whenever that was, and was sort of obsessing about how would that meal go? How would I handle it? What would I do? That is a level of thinking that is clearly, I hope it's obvious to you, really obvious, well beyond what falls within the range of the hot shower metaphor, right? Now we're, you know, I would never think about the hot shower on the Disney cruise. And, you know, they did have some awfully nice shampoo um, and it smelled really, really good now that I think about it. But I would never in my morning meditation, months before that cruise, be fantasizing about that shower. Does that make sense? So when people ask, can you enjoy your food? Do you enjoy your food? My answer is an emphatic, unqualified yes. I love my food. I love my meals. I enjoy them to the max. And I know my food is neutral when I'm not thinking about or prizing or prioritizing or fantasizing about my food any more than I do about my glorious, wonderful hot shower that I get to take every day. I hope that metaphor helps you as much as it's helped me. And I wanted to pass it along to you in this week's vlog. That's the weekly vlog. I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to Brightline Living. Please post a review and subscribe to our channel. Interested in learning more about Brightline Eating? Visit ble.life slash podcast to find out more. ble.life slash podcast. Have a bright day.